now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Well, we had a choice, steak or fish. Yeah, I guess I'll remember I have this on you. How do you want that cook? Not to a crisp or bloody as hell. You want me to hold the chicken? I want you to hold it between your knees. And to drink. And welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. This is Grabbing Lunch, episode 55, the episode wherein I grab hot dogs with Payman Benz and Sean Perlman at the Okie Dogs on Pico Boulevard here in Los Angeles. I am going to begin immediately. Uh, Payman Benz, you have seen uh, his work uh, on Key and Peel. He is a director on Key and Peel, uh, and if if you're like me and you think Key and Peel are doing some of the the best comedy on television right now, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. He is one of the people that is responsible for that. He is the director of several sketches for uh, for Key and Peel. He's also a, in a sketch comedy group, Uncle Mom, with uh, my other guest, Sean Perlman, who is. Um, He's actually also going to appear in a in a sketch on Key and Peele in addition to Uncle Mom. So uh, look these guys up. Uh, Google Uncle Mom. Uh, they do a, a ton of hilarious sketches with their group, which includes both Payment Benz, Sean Perlman, uh, Zach Paez, Kale Hartman, and their collaborator and cinematographer, uh, Chris Darnell. So it is the sketch group, Uncle Mom, and uh, I was happy to spend time with these guys because in addition to being very funny, they're very cool, and I'm uh, I'm proud to call them my buddies. So um, what you can do is find them on the Twitter, at uh, PaymanBenz, P-A-Y-M-A-N, Payman, B-E-N-Z, PaymanBenz, at PaymanBenz, and... Um, if you're curious, and just to make it easy to see who's who at the table so we don't get confused, Payment Benz sounds like this. I remember there was a Burger King near when I grew up, right by my parents' place, and every time I would go in the drive-thru, there'd be a sign that would be like, just like, but it would say like, 61 days since an injury in the right. kitchen. And then one day I went and it said two. <laughs> well, I bet that accident was a real... Whopper. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Never done sound effects before. I'm not quite sure why I did it now. Uh, maybe it's just because I bought the app for my phone about a half an hour ago. Um, so <laughs> I can assure you, sound effects will never happen on this show again. Yeah. If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be Okay. Uh, my other guest, of course, is Sean Perlman. Uh, he is in Uncle Mom as well. You can see him in the upcoming Key and Peel. He's also uh, done a great show called The Three-Minute Talk Show that was hosted by Barry Sobel and produced by Tom Hanks. Uh, you can find Sean Perlman at Sean Perlman, S-H-A-W-N-P-E-A-R-L-M-A-N, Perlman, 
Payman and Pearlman, a couple of my favorite mans uh, joining me today. And Sean Pearlman sounds exactly like this. You know, I, I, I was nervous. It was like performing in front of Tom Hanks, you know. It was, it was a weird America's thing. America's uncle. Yeah, yeah. And he's such a funny guy naturally. And it's like, you know, I mean, he's a sweet man. And he wouldn't, like, ridicule me in front of everyone. That would be awesome if he did that. <laughs> what would you even say if you're being ridiculed by Tom Hanks? I can't even come up with anything. But I'd just say, I love booze and buddies. Which isn't really a comeback as much as it's just the truth. And the truth is, you're listening to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast, and I appreciate your listenership. You can go to grabbinglunch.com, you see pictures of my guests, listen to previous episodes, touch on conversation topics that we touch about. You can hyperlink to uh, the things that we discussed underneath the blog posting, leave a comment, get involved in the Grabbing Lunch community. Also, um, find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and of course, sexpotcomedy.com the comedy collective out of Denver Colorado uh, do not be a stranger my friends get involved send me an email uh, grabbinglunch at gmail.com follow on twitter at grabbinglunch facebook.com slash grabbinglunch you can also go to my patreon page patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash grabbinglunch if you would like to provide ongoing support for the Grabbing Lunch podcast so that I can pay my host, my editor, my publicist, all of whom are me. Uh, Patreon.com slash Grabbing Lunch. Uh, I've tried to exhaust all the venues for following the show, so um, the ball is in your court. And by ball, I mean ability to find the show. All right, uh, new episodes come out every Saturday, including this Saturday, the one that you're about to listen to, Payman Benz, Sean Perlman at Okie Dogs on Pico Boulevard here in Los Angeles. Let's eat. Well, I do like to sign out front. It says no drugs, no drug dealers, no loitering, no weapons. No weapons dealers. Los Angeles <laughs> Police Department makes regular and frequent patrols of these premises. Well, now I feel unsafe. Yeah, yeah I, I felt fine until that. No I would like to dealers? see that squad meeting. Like, well, what, what if you're a drug dealer and you just don't have drugs? Like, what if they're not <laughs> yeah. with you? Just if you are a drug dealer, you can't <laughs> eat here? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I like a hot dog. That's what you think, Johnny yeah. Crack. I don't have any on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Based on your profession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got your rap sheet. No writers, no drug dealers. Yeah. What if they did no, no drugs, aspiring no drug Canadians. dealers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. What oh, if they did all shit. underneath all that? No service. <laughs> you don't have drugs, drug dealers, loitering, or weapons. You're not getting. <laughs> When's the last time you guys patrolled Okie Dogs? Just an hour ago. You ever see those, um, like, you go to a bathroom and they have the sheet, like, when has this bathroom last been serviced? And you have, people have to initial and it has the time. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. One thirty by Jeff. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I have that. I remember there was a Burger King near where, when I grew up, right by my parents' place. And every time I would go in the drive-thru, there'd be a sign that would be, like, just like, but it would say, like, 
61 days since an injury in the right. kitchen. Yeah. And then right. one day I went and it said two. <laughs> just like, That's amazing. <laughs> was like, oh, Lord, oh. What happened? <laughs> I know something happened here two days ago. Bad enough to where you had to like, yeah, so Like it wasn't a little one, something happened. Like somebody got, went down. Yeah, someone got burned. Yeah. Like. What if there's like a ceremony that like, I gotta get around, we gotta reset the date. <laughs> yeah. This is an honor, Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, may she rest in peace. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> oh my god. Is it Brenda. legally required for them to do that? Or do they just, is it like, it, oh, it, it looks very informal. It was yeah. like very like, it just looked like they did it to just pump themselves up to say, yeah, say I don't like, know what it was. Right. Like, when McDonald's was actually changing their sign to be like, this many? Millions and we got nothing. Yeah, How yeah. many burgers have we sold? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they just changed the billions and billions. Billions and billions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it would be funny if you go in the Burger King bathroom and there's like a sign that says "No getting busy." You know. Humpty Hump ruined Burger King bathrooms for. Uh, maybe that was the, the the source of the accident. People were getting busy. It turned into a whole thing. Once that song hit number one, it was fucking over, man. They had to put a condom dispenser just to be safe. There's Burger King babies all over the world. Or the song comes after. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. Oh, man. Oh, feels oh, like... I heard Okie Dogs. Feels like something is in the works. All right. Oh, boy. Go grab it. This is just... Sean and I got the namesake, yeah. the Okie Dog <laughs> Special. I think that was the way to go. It feels like the move. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, wow. We made it, guys. We made it. Who's ready to die? Oh, are we? We're recording already. Oh, yeah, I, I've been, yeah, I've been. Oh, wait, oh. can I, yeah, all that stuff I said was confidential. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to know that I right. casually converse with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Could you run this guy my manager? I would like to make sure I'm... Yeah. I'm people sure to think that I'm dead silent, business-oriented, until the moment that you said re record, and then I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? Action. Uh, I might need to get a fork, and then you guys want me to grab you something? Uh, now, refresh my memory. We ordered... Okay, this is a burrito-looking thing. It has yeah. two hot dogs in it with pastrami and chili and cheese. Yeah. Yeah, is there anything else in there? And they're full hot dogs. Yeah. They're not chopped up. Yeah. So there's not, two yeah. links. I think they're two full <laughs> yeah. links. Yeah. Jesus yeah. And we're gonna go to your editing session later. Just, oh good. Just three of us right now. Oh good. We'll yeah. They'll be so we'll gas Leading those guys to death. That'll be great. <laughs> they, they will we'll love. Provide them. you with plausible deniability. It wasn't me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was probably. Yeah. You want me to grab you something? I'm okay. Thanks, man. Right. This is gonna be a chorus of farts in a, in a windowless room. It's gonna be terrible. <laughs> What if you and I just had a personal chat while <laughs> Yeah, really. Hey, John, how you been, man? Not bad, man. My bank, my bank pin number is... <laughs> asterix, asterix, asterix. <laughs> good I've had that twice. Good run, yeah. Oh, they're seasoned, aren't they? Or do you add some... I got, they had some salt oh. up there. I did a little... I did a little punch oh, up. Yeah. Sure. So you did a little Guy Fieri. I'm gonna, I did. I'm gonna put my own spin on I it. I totally did it. Oh, no, I'm an asshole. I don't know about uh, you guys, but I've had uh, uh, that Too Many Cooks song oh, running through my head. That's great. Yeah. Too Many Cooks. 
Oh, I love I love that so much. Me too. Yeah. Also, Adult Swim hats off. Yeah, hats off. And really, uh, the fact that something so offbeat, met, just something that weird, hitting on such a big, le- it's pretty encouraging that like it's still trending on Twitter today. Really? When yeah. I was on this morning, it's been like a week for something so weird to be that popular yeah. is. The yeah. future is bright. That's yeah, <laughs> very I exciting. Agree. Yeah. I agree. I put it on my website. Just like, not even that I had and anything to it? do. Sure, <laughs> I wrote and directed it, but yeah. it's something I did. <laughs> but it With just like, if anyone people. landed on it, you're just like, hey, I think this is great. Look, <laughs> look at this. Yeah. And I actually know uh, Tara Oaks, um, who's like the mom in the first, uh, like, part of the credits where she's like taking a turkey out or something. Oh, awesome. So uh, I used yeah. to do sketch comedy with her and I hadn't seen her for years. And I'm like, ah, oh, hey. And she has that name that feels like it would be in an 80s sitcom. <laughs> totally. Um, um, yeah, so. I was so curious as to whether most of those are like stage names or, I mean, are like names they created. I or, think yeah. I read that most of them, if not all, are real. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. almost everyone involved was an extra. Like, so he was yeah. like, I read an interview with the guy who made it, the writer director. Casper something? Casper Kelly, I think. I looked it up on IMDb this morning because I was so enamored with the entire thing. Oh, he's he's got to be over the moon. How exciting to make something oh, that weird. It's it's not like it was like over a year. In, like it was a very long process of making it. Right. And he was saying that like. It was very specific things he needed the background to do, and the background casting company was like, "Well, we don't do auditions. Like, we don't." He's like, "Well, I need to know that they can do stuff." Right. Like, right. It's uh, such a treat. Also, you think too, anyone that is, um, you know, moved to Los Angeles and has aspirations to do any acting, it's like, you need to be able to take direction. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm, I'm an extra. I just can walk in the background. I'm going to open the door and then no. look left. I don't I know. I can mouth the words peanut butter watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. As they're, as they're mouthing this conversation to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, this is my first bite. I think I got some pastrami and a good section of hot dog link. There's just a 45-minute pause. <laughs> <laughs> You're paramedics. How is it? It's okay. Yeah? Yeah, it's all right. I don't think I'd make it or right. ever purchase it again, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it's actually not bad. Or enjoy it. Or enjoy no. it. <laughs> or release this episode. <laughs> we'll just run through it anyway. I'm not even recording this as we speak, but um, <laughs> there you go. It's not bad. Did you already try it, Sean? Yeah. Um, I enjoy it, yeah. Your, your, I, uh, voice, your voice went up when you said I it. I enjoy it. It is interesting that to tell. I, I, it's pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty I'm getting cutbacks from Okie Sean, your nose started bleeding when you said it. I don't know what happened. That was really weird, man. Unrelated payment. Oh. Eyes drifting in separate directions. <laughs> Oh, Whoops. Yeah. Oh, how are they going to possibly keep drug dealers away from this place with with an okie dog? This guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the, literally ta- this target market. <laughs> well, the three of us are still here, right? Yeah. <laughs> A high five. <laughs> oh man. I don't even think. I mean, they just had that election where was it DC, Alaska, and. Who was the other one that just legalized pot? DC, oh. Alaska. Was it uh, Oregon? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How are we behind I, Alaska I, I, now? Uh, How is that possible? Yeah. They had that proposition like 215, like like three years ago. And people are like, no! And like, come on. You know what would help right now in this situation? Yeah. <laughs> too many cooks, too well, many This is cooks. such stoner food for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, this actually, I'm looking on the inside of this burrito thing. It looks like the ingredients you would put together if you come back and you're totally loaded. This it yeah. totally feels uh, like yeah. It's good chili, the burrito shop, bunch of salty, savory things. It'll work. <laughs> the last of the things that I have in my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it. Baking soda in it. <laughs> can of corn. Um, grits. No, come on. Some old salsa. It's great. No. It's great. <laughs> How did your a wedding cake? A wedding. <laughs> How did your filming go for the uh, the Key and Peel thing? I didn't even know what you did, Sean. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. And um, what was the bit? It was um, it's uh, Keegan Jordan, Sean, and another guy. Uh, Ukarsh was his name. Yeah, I hadn't met him before. He was great. And they're just sitting around. They're like having lunch, and Keegan just gives his opinion on something, and. Jordan is the guy who's just, he said, I think the first thing he says is like, okay, and the other guys laugh, and then Keegan's like, okay, what? And then it's like, random, and the whole bit is he's the guy that just says that kind of shit. Catchphrasey. And, yeah, it's called Catchphrase oh, yeah. Friend. And <laughs> That's great. Keegan calls him out, and play, it just, it gets really weird. Right. It really ended. Once we, uh, Jordan's like, can I improvise the ending and do a little something different? I was like, sure. And he did something we were not ready for, and it's now the ending, and it's yeah. great. We had to change the full ending on the day, because it was a legal issue for the joke oh, really? that we had. It was a company that was referenced, a product. Yeah. Well, I can say it, Kool-Aid. Okay. They all drink Kool-Aid and die, and then we find out Kool-Aid is not okay with that. <laughs> so, we were there. Well, and why it, do they put cyanide in their Kool-Aid? Yeah. <laughs> right? So we were there for like, I think we were there for like 25 minutes at the table trying to find a new ending. Right. Um, just stop the filming, be like, wait a minute, we have to figure this out. And that was then really awesome to, to watch. And yeah, it, it's great. I mean, I, I thought I like knew sketch, and then I got to work on the show. Yeah. And it's like working with those guys. And, and it Peter put the and, pussy on the chain game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is her catchphrase? Uh, 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 pussy on the chain wax. Chain wax. Yeah. Thank you. The yeah. best. The That's best. not a real thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite is they take something that would be like, you know, the premise and you see, oh, I see where this is going. Just like, oh, wait, no. Yeah. My mom just died. I lost my job. <laughs> oh. Right. Okay. They, yeah, um, they know sketch so well. It's like, you know, they're yeah. just able to subvert your expectations constantly. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Between Keegan and Jordan and then Peter, who's amazing, and then... You know, Ian Roberts and Jay Martell, there's just, I, I, it was like I went to sketch school. Like now I under, I thought I knew it before. I didn't know anything before the show. Um, yeah, it really is like a science. They, they understand everything so well and like always right. There's like never, if there's like, we'll be doing a bit. I mean, sometimes a bit would change entirely in rehearsal and it would just be like, oh, this is now nothing like the script, but it works better because we, finally started doing it out loud yeah um, that's awesome so it was great the creativity on the show was always breathing nothing was like married that's so we awesome. like, we'd be there be like mm, this doesn't work let's do a new thing yeah and, 
and that was really nice. And I think that's why they have a high success rate. Yeah. Rarely you see a sketch that doesn't work. I, I don't even know when I've seen one because they're just like they're so scientific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what struck me when we were when we were shooting that one, they were having a blast the mm-hmm. whole time. You know, I was you know talking to people about it, and there was like you know when you're on a set, there's almost implied pressure like we got to make the day, we got to make this good, we got to you know. They didn't wear any of that, and yeah. just kind of ste- kept messing with each other and having fun. And you know, I remember before like the first take, uh, Keegan was like around the corner and he's like, and started like, right. like uh, Jordan had his back to him and he's like, started making his shoulders go. Like, yeah, yeah. I got him! I got him going! Yeah, yeah. Just that's like as they're clacking the slate to start yeah. this thing. It's just like. They keep the energy really positive, and yeah. everybody's so, I mean, the crew is proud of the show. The transpo guys will be like, hey man, have you seen that sketch where they're doing this and that? I'm like, this guy's telling me about a sketch? That like, was the cool thing, in the, in, in the actual, like, uh, when we're shooting, like, uh, Keen Pill were like, saying the lines from a, an earlier sketch they had done, and I was like, God, it's so cool, like, it's amazing, like, that's exactly, you're so, pr- like, proud of your show, because it's an amazing show that you can, you're actually like, yeah, I'm gonna quote. You know, you're not just shooting like some like you know horrible show that you're not proud of. That you're yeah, yeah. 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 crest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something about showing up and being on something that you're proud of. Yeah, and it goes from like everyone on the call sheets like yeah that they're proud to tell their friends that they do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it was great getting both you guys on there. It was like so fun. Yeah, like awesome. to be like yeah. to have friends on. Like our, yours was. I mean, both of yours were really funny. Yours. That was a tight day. We were like flying there at the end because our first sketch right. slowed down. We had this thing with a dog that took forever. Mm. Stupid dog. Stupid uh, dog. <laughs> like wouldn't do what Glad we wanted. Glad I got the dog. No, baby, you know my dog. And it's that dog days. You're making Loki dog Yeah, I, I have to say, dude, that was the most rock solid. Day fun hook up all of it. You said Uncle Mom was. But I'm, that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> Interpret how uh, I, I, you meant it to sound. Oh, I'm still offended. What? My own. <laughs> if you had to say that one person was dead weight, if you had to. No. <laughs> and it can't be me. <laughs> we had that was a dynamite cast we had on yours too, man. Oh, dude. Oh my god. No. Keegan Peel, Marilyn Ricecub, and Rob Cordry. Uh, and, uh, and Artemis Pebdani from Artemis It's Always Pebdani. Sunny. She's one of my favorites on It's Always yeah. Sunny. She's yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a, I was at one point. I was just sitting back when you guys were all in the scene. And I was like, "How lucky am I? Look at this yeah. cast that I'm getting to shoot with. It was crazy." I wanted to tell you this. My favorite moment was watching you guys, <clears throat> watching you as they were shooting. You were at the monitor, and you're watching as they were, you know, acting. You, this look on your face was like you were so happy and you were enjoying yourself so much. I was just like, "This guy's, you know, he's, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's in the moment." Yeah, I uh, I blow a lot of takes because I enjoy it a little too much. Sean knows all about that. <laughs> we shot an Uncle Mom sketch that never went out. That there was just something that our group is Sean, myself, Zach Pias, Kale Hartman, and my cinematographer Chris Darnell. Love Chris. We're shooting this sketch, and uh, it's a total misdirect. But Zach puts his arm around Kale at the top. They're just two guys watching TV. 
and then they would make this awkward eye contact, and there was something about how vulnerable Zach looked in his eyes, and I couldn't stop laughing. So I think I blew like four or five takes, and then I was like, we were shooting on 35 millimeter film. <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh, I'm not gonna look at it. Right. So I was like, I just looked at I looked away and was like, I'll watch the take afterwards. And I laughed again because I knew when it was happening. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go in the other room. So I went in the other room and I'm watching through a reflection and I saw Zach in the reflection and laugh and I have the take and Kale's like, ping! And he like turns like, what are you doing? Like the worst. Then we did one more where I literally, I literally ducked under the kitchen counter. It was at your old place. I ducked so I couldn't see, but I could hear and he exhaled and the exhale was so vulnerable that it set me off and I was like, I may have to just go home and look at the footage later. Like I can't handle it. You'd have to be, uh, um, Kubrick. Yeah. He just like sends notes to the set yeah. at the end. He's like, yeah, just tell him to do this, this, and this. I'll be, I'll be in my office yeah. hiding from the public. I've gotten better. I mean, it didn't happen that... On, it was very tough to not do it on Key and Peele, but it was like, you know, we're moving so fast and the pressure's high that I wouldn't, but a couple of times I would have to walk away from monitors. Like, we did one on... My last day was Monday... Uh, and we shot oh, one this with, week. Yeah. Hey, cool. And we did one with uh, Rob Riggle, and he was improvising some stuff. Where I literally walked away from monitors because I was like, I'm gonna ruin it. And because what, what was happening was so perfect that like we were not gonna recreate it. Right. So I was like, I gotta just get out of here, and I just like walked away. And I was like, Oh, I should probably go back to monitors. <laughs> it's kind of my job. Y'all cut at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are both very, very fun shoots. No. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I have to agree with Matt that it was awesome to just see you doing in this. The zone. Your, yeah, yeah you were in the zone. You're so insanely talented, and I, you know, I was just proud, and you know. Yeah. I was proud too. I'd have to say proud. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's, that's true. Also, too, we're just in town. If you have a collection of colleagues and friends and associates, it's fun to see people, you know, pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, that same, the same day, um, or actually it was the next day, that it was a key and peel, and then the next day I did a, a, got the call to do a workaholics. Oh, awesome. So, um, Adam Devine's been a friend of mine for years. We used to be in an acting class together. Oh, great. And then he sold workaholics to Comedy Central. I was like, yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's Adam. I know he's a great guy, and you know, You've never so. heard of him again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I felt the same. Like when 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 Peter showed me Peter Tensio, who's the main director on mm-hmm. Kim he directed all of the first four seasons, uh, and most of this one. Uh, when he showed me the pilot, I was like, oh my god. I was like, this is going to be, be an yeah. enormous hit. Because it was clear. That I said bitch sketch was where I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you, there's something you're hitting on this. That yeah. It's timeless. I still quote it. I saw, what was it, three years ago, four years ago? Right. And then as that show went, it's like unbelievable to see all these articles. And I'm like, that's my buddy. Like, he made that show. Like And like... The directing specifically gets brought up constantly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he has such a big part to do with why that show. I mean, he changed the landscape of sketch. I think now everybody realizes it has to look good. Cinematic. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's you can't get... I mean, you can still every now and then do something online. There's some charm to it. But, right. like, if you have a budget, there's no excuse to not shoot it right because it actually makes the comedy pop more. No. You find that middle ground of, like, not letting the style take over but letting the style lend itself to the humor it's that's why Key and Peele works like 
I don't think he ever does anything that, that gets in the way of a comedy. Yeah. It just enhances it, where it just feels like they, and this is the thing they always say, that it feels like they just plucked a scene out of a movie. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why it always works. Wow, hey, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty It great. does look like cinematic movie. Yeah. They all do, even with like the music and the, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, he's got a really good brand. And the DP, Charles Pappard, is just, he's so good. Wow. Yeah, he's so talented. I was watching uh, a random YouTube video. Uh, the it was the, the thing was it was it was called uh, every every frame a picture or something like that. It was some video where it was talking about like just like the um, little details about film. And basically, every single one is like you know like analyzing David Fincher's films and and all this stuff. One of them, the one that I watched was about Edgar Wright. And they were just the guy who was who made the video showing these clips from Edgar Wright movies was just basically saying like Edgar Wright is a person like one of few people that really takes uh, like uh, you know makes really dynamic visual uh, you know images like for comedy right. and that that usually you know and then he showed all these examples from like big Hollywood movies. Um, and it was just so, you know, it's like they don't even do any, you know, they, they don't, like, exercise their creativity and, and visual flair and all that stuff, yeah. I think people yeah. rely, I've seen that video, I think yeah. people rely on, the, the like, the, they're like, oh, well, the talent, they're good, they'll just be funny and it doesn't yeah. matter. And it's like, well, you can do a little something. I mean, you still want to, like, if you get too finite without your shooting stuff, you're taking away time for performance, which is key. So if you can find a middle ground where you can get that cool Sorry. shot. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, should I let it go? Should I go? But if you can find that middle ground of like where, you know, it's visually interesting, but it also feels loose. and Because the, the, the actors have to, I mean, in the end, they have to have the time they need to get it. Because you're going to find stuff that you didn't plan before. Right, right. I'll plan shots and then we get there and... You know, Jordan would deliver something a little different. I'm like, oh no, that's interesting. Let's know that shot's not going to work for this because the right. tone is a little yeah. different, and that that adjustment is is key. But yeah, I see it sometimes. I watch like, you know, big budget Hollywood comedy, and it just feels like it's just coverage. They're just yeah. filming what happened. I'm like, they're not doing anything. Yeah. They just do something. Like, it's very frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> You're watching a documentary. I'm like, they can't do it. The writing. The writing. The other. The other side of that coin too, where it, you can tell it was improvised, and it was improvised by people who were, you know, like bigger, and just like, well, I can tell you, kind of like made the script your own, but it's not that funny, right? Yeah. If so. you, yeah, if it's, I think there's yeah. a there's a specific type of improviser where it's like it's still in the world, it's still in the, they're not just saying funny things, or right. trying to say funny things, like when I did. Uh, the Arsirio Paul show with Paul Shearer is like a yes yeah yes parody parody of uh, oh no recreations of the Arsirio Paul show I told you I talked to them about about you it was on their show Crash Test at UCB oh. and I was like ah hey man and so oh that's awesome yeah Paul and Rob were hanging out hosting it so. oh great yeah. I love those guys me too me too Paul's the best so when we did that you know we were doing an improvised take of each one along with the scripted one Everybody was unbelievable, but who really surprised a lot of us was Seth Rogen. Like, I knew Seth Rogen is hilarious, I knew he's a great writer. I had never seen him improvise outside of, like, a couple, you know, tightly edited outtake reels that have gone on, or blooper reels, but he was so good, everything he said fit the scene. Like, he never said anything where I was like, that's funny, but it's not going to make any sense in this thing. Like, everything was in line, I was like, oh, that's why he's a great writer. Like, he's quick, and it makes sense. Like, it was like... 
it's organic and yeah. germane. You know, yeah, a lot of times. This is the funniest thing I can think of. Bam! Yeah, but exactly. if it's just like, well, you're you're the plumber. You're not going to go and, you know. It was yeah. yeah. It was insanely easy to edit his improv. Yeah. It was just yeah. He really put on a clinic. It was crazy. <laughs> He's totally one of those guys who's like public uh, persona is like. I don't know what I'm doing on Slop. Yeah, like, and then he's, you know, so technical and sharp, I'm sure. You know, yeah, because, yeah, you know, we had teleprompters. So it was, you know, relatively easy because there were meaty lines. Right. And everybody just came out for free. They did it because they liked yeah. Paul. I, I only knew a couple of the people involved, but they did it because they, they knew Paul. And uh, Seth played Gary Coleman. <laughs> and um, in a very famous... Uh, appearance where you could tell, oh wait, they're like something's wrong with this guy. <laughs> and um, I walked back into hair and makeup, and Seth is get they're putting stuff on him, and he's watching the original interview over and over and over again on an iPad. I was like, he's never, he doesn't have to put any effort in this, and it's gonna work. The view numbers are not gonna change because it's Seth Rogen doing that. It's gonna work, and he put more work into anybody. I mean, he was like studying back there. He had no reason to. There was, he didn't really have to do any of that stuff. Like. Yeah, he's a, he clearly is a workhorse. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you would think, oh yeah, he's just some stoner. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I don't know, he works harder than like sober people I know. <laughs> I don't know if I know anybody sober. <laughs> I think you put in the work so you can pretend you're not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. even like Ashton Kutcher's like, hey, I'm whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, also yeah. doing all this other stuff. Yeah. I feel like there's no one who can get to that place by you know, at, you know, by by not working. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's also cool to see, like, even at like at that level with you know Paul and those guys. Did you see the movie Hell Baby? No, no, no. I didn't see it. It's like making the rounds on cable now, but it's like it's a comedy, but it's also um, uh, like a terror movie, like a, 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 a horror flick. But it's basically it's like Paul and and Rob are cops in it, and like the lead is Rob Corddry, and it has Keegan Keegan's in it. It has uh, um, Michael Ian Black and like a bunch of the state guys oh my God. and Sean Lennon. Oh but yeah, it was a, 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 those guys that um, yeah uh, Ben Grant and uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it looked to me like they casted by like picking up the phone and like hey uh, can you come and like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know it friends. was one of those things. But yeah. well, you see that on all the different tiers. You know, which is really, it's cool. It's cool yeah. to have people that have long memories yes. that are fans of your work and just say, hey, come, come do the same. Totally, yeah. It's a tribe you develop, almost like doing stand up and, you know, directing videos and stuff. You just, yeah. I'm going to call this guy because I would think I've cast a few things and it's just the worst. It's like really super hard. Yeah. You know? it, it's tough and there's guilt and there's like, yeah, it's yeah. tough. Yeah. It's really, really tough. I don't know how, I don't know. Once you, especially like you're in a callback. You're sitting there, and there's like you and like 15 other guys. It's just like, I think any one of us could do this because we're all, we're all here. 15 we, we, we're talking at the same time. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. I've only been on the other end, and I'm just like, I don't like, I don't like being in the room during auditions. Yeah, because right. it kills me. Especially if I know the person, so, I'm like, like right. they've got like this needy kind of. <laughs> and, and I try to smile through the whole um, thing, even if they're bombing, because I don't, I know, oh, yeah, I don't want good. them to feel like crap walking yeah, out, whether right. they're gonna get it or not, because it's. Right. It's brutal. Somebody I knew auditioned for me once. She was clearly nervous and said a story about how her parents came with her to the audition. And we were like, oh, great. And we all knew her. Yeah. And we're all laughing along with it. 
telling us a story, and we're like, oh, she's like, so that's what my day is. And she goes, and also, like, my parents are here with us. And she, like, cycled back to that. And yeah. like, she was so nervous, she repeated to friends. And I was like, <laughs> I kind of want to cast her because I just feel bad about what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? It, like, it broke my heart. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And it does, I think it does take that, like, I guess confidence <coughs> to pretend you belong there in some way. And yeah. not try and... I used to have a bad habit of, like, over talking, you know, even mm-hmm. like at like at shows, and you know, you, there's somebody that you want to like you, and so you're just like, ah, as you're talking, like, no, you're, you're like, not saying shut, shut up, <laughs> you're just making noises with your right. mouth, you're not the same, it's just all filler, like, peanut butter, watermelon, you're saying. Now. Have you met Sean, peanut butter, watermelon guy? Don't shut up about it. They just go together really well. <laughs> red leather, yellow like... leather. Good leather, leather. <laughs> Unique New York. <laughs> yeah, I went in um, for something yesterday for the Fosters, which is an ABC family thing. The casting directors, you know, seen me a bunch of times. He brought me in. It's a very small thing. But the guy who went in before me, I could see as he's sitting in the chair, and he's like making his legs kind of go up and down. And he's kind of like shaking the floor that's around. And just oh, like, no. oh God! He's on his mat. first line when he walks <laughs> in the door, because you you know you're sitting in the in the hallway and you can hear you know, and he's like, "Oh, thank you so much for seeing me." And I was like, "Yeah." Uh, uh, just like let's start with hi. Just uh, hi. desperation. I'm sitting in like in a judgmental way. I felt like empathy, oh. empathy for him. Mm-hmm. And then when he got out. He was walking away, and um, he like walked past me and like like shook my hand. He's like, "All right, t- take care." And I was like, "I'm just, I'm, I'm one of you. I'm not yeah. like, yeah. Oh man, it was pretty brutal. He was on edge. Like, anybody who was on casting director. <laughs> yeah, he was on edge, and I felt bad for the people in the casting too. Oh sure. They have to like smile and nod, and like yeah. you were saying, like, "Oh, good job, good job." Yeah. It's yeah, it's like eighty. They're, they're going on. I don't know how many people they see, but they're like going on a million first dates every day. Yeah, like well put. Yeah, well put. And it's totally like uh, you wouldn't. I mean, they just almost like you want to like. I'm sure they're rejecting them based on that. Like this is going to be on set, and they're going to have this weird nervous energy and make <laughs> people feel uncomfortable. And, We're not going to get you anywhere near Mark Harmon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just show you him. Hey. I, I the only thing I ever auditioned for was like when I first moved out here. A bunch of things happened. I ended up auditioning for a movie just because they were they needed Middle Eastern guys. Right. There wasn't a, a, a ton of guys at that point. This was like in 07. And I was like, oh, I'm not an actor. I don't care. I'm not nervous. I knew all my lines got there. They said my name. Mouth dry, voice quivering, right. forgot everything. Like, Thank you for seeing you. <laughs> went in and level with them. I'm like, I'm not an actor. Here's how I got here today. Blah, blah, blah. So don't expect anything. Right. And... Uh, the amount of fear was crazy and it was like there was no stakes to me I don't want to yeah. be an actor it was just like somebody had seen me and stuff before I knew actors I would be in my own stuff right. and someone was like oh you should come audition for this thing and I was like telling her I was like yeah I'm sorry I, I know I'm nervous I just can't shake it even though I'm here telling you I'm aware of it I can't shake it and she goes it happens at every level she goes Less than a month ago, Nicolas Cage was in here and had a meltdown during an audition. He started crying, and I was like, and "He started was, crying." Yeah, like he just wow. like couldn't handle the pressure, and I was like, "Made me feel a little better." Right. But then I'm like, yeah. "He's also seems crazy," so it I don't has, know. Like, and that's a lot of debt right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> really, you know. Oh, that's probably he's what back it was. to square one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got an overdraft email like yeah. right yeah. as he walked. In. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> the word was, I need this. Fuck. Oh, I had to have that cookie dog. I had to have that cookie dog. You're to clear right now, and I. You sort of cried. She said he started crying. Meltdown. Wow. Yeah, really. Wow. And then I was like, all right, I'm not going to ever do this again. I can't do it. Right. Yeah. I'm also not an actor, so that helps. But I don't know how you guys do it. Well, we didn't say we do it do well. Yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah. I think for me, it's uh, the more the more you know the person and you can kind of relax and pretend like you're hanging out with them. And I think also too, the casting wants you to do a good job. Sure. So it's not like they're standing there with their arms crossed in judgment. They're just like, hey, because if they look good, then you know, oh, sure, you yeah. look good too. So I think if you approach them as fans, but I've had meltdowns too. Like even like. A year ago, a year and a half ago, I had this medical thing. It was for, uh, I, was, I, forget, I forget who it was, but it was like one of those one-hour procedural things where I was like a doctor that I was testifying. It was very specific, like, scientific information. And I guess I told myself I couldn't remember those things because mm. it was like brand names. It was, you know, all this stuff. And I got in the room and I just like, you know, and even as I was holding the page and looking down on my sides, like the, the vision got blurred, and I was just oh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I had a meeting with J.J. Uh, Abrams. This is like when I first moved to town. I had, like, I had no, no credits, nothing, but my commercial agent got me in because he was directing promos for the, uh, the Democratic Party, <coughs> for one of the candidates, or just like the party in general. And uh, I think my line was something like, you know, I was wearing like a flannel shirt, and it was just like, don't tell me we can't do better than we're doing now. Or it was something like that, like progress, move on. And I got in the room, it was him, uh, April Webster, who's his casting director, and, uh, and a guy running the camera. And he was probably sitting about this far away from me, like maybe like five feet. I was like, don't, I And I just got the biggest like dry mouth, throat bubble. <laughs> had to do like a hard anxious swallow oh. and, he, and he's just like he's like cut 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 he, he's like it's okay it's a, you know it's me JJ it's, it's me you're <laughs> <laughs> <Girl>, buddy <laughs> you do not want that meeting to end with you getting talked off the edge of the cliff by yeah. JJ yeah. Abrams oh, and I just drove home and I was just like oh my yeah. Oh, you see the opportunity just wow. circling the drain. Yeah. Like, and it was like the smallest stakes promo video thing, but the moment was bigger than me. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're bigger than the moment, sometimes the moment is bigger than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But just, it, it's just that uncontrollable feeling that you're like, I cannot control the blood that's rushing to my head right now and my <laughs> accelerated heartbeat and yeah. everything like that, you know, that's making me, and the dry swallow and everything. You just can't, it's all like, just not, like, you know. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, it's okay, it's fine. You're like, no, it's not. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. that you're trying to help me, it's getting worse because yeah, I, yeah. I feel like an idiot. I can't shake it. Yeah, I don't. It's, There's a level of consciousness that we all recognize. Yeah, mm -hmm. we all recognize I'm struggling, including me. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's not fine. And that's why it's like it. It really is just. It's it's similar to stand up. Like you know, just doing it over and over and over, and realizing that 
bombing is not going to kill you because you associate it pretty much with like you're like I'm I'm ruined in this town forever. <laughs> Your mind jumps to that irrational yeah. place. I you know? peaked. Yeah, yeah. I peaked. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> like, and yeah, and and it's just basically that's why doing it over and over and over helps because it's going oh life goes on no matter what and right. you're just fine. Right. You just build the stage fright thing. I think like you know her that's like linked to like evolutionary psychology. This feeling of like we're we're tribal and then embarrassing yourself in front of the you know is like akin to like um, being cast out and then you just like die on your own because you're not like part of the tribe anymore so we like associate it with with death in our minds yeah. to be like outcast you know, I say this all the time it's like animal nature like when you turn over a rock a bug will run away yeah it's not mm-hmm. like finally my chance they split it's yeah. in their DNA yeah. so it's fighting that totally yeah stand up versus audition I mean you're you're more comfortable or do you still get is it well, the same like, level of like anxiety or fear yeah. or is like it's gone at this point I don't know what do you think oh I definitely still feel it uh, especially if I'm doing like newer material um, but it really you know I mean it depends on the stakes it depends on like a ton of factors well you yeah. did that stand up for that Tom Hanks show yeah you were so bullshit and you were meeting and hanging out yeah. how'd you feel for that um, I had two jokes, and I think that, uh, you know, I, I, I was nervous. It was like performing in front of Tom Hanks, you know, it was, it was a weird America's thing. America's uncle. Yeah, yeah, and he's such a funny guy naturally, and it's like, you know, I mean, he's a sweet man, and he wouldn't, like, ridicule me in front of everyone. That would be awesome if he did that. Next. <laughs> I didn't even see him. What do you mean? We're actually shooting the thing. He comes out with a cake. Yeah. Come on. Other Asian guy steps in. You really had a next? You had a next. <laughs> you did this. This you was all, this. You it hired was a man up. to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Soupy uh, Lacey from Showtime <laughs> at the Apollo. Who's the guy who used to cane people off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So you were you were nervous or not nervous? Or yeah, I was. Uh, I I was a little nervous, um, but uh, the joke that I I did, I was confident in the joke because the joke usually worked. So even though I feel like I was nervous to the point where my stage performance wasn't as natural as I wanted it to be, I was like, this joke is like a little puzzle that you know people will you know I think laugh at no matter what even if I was like I'm terrified of you know like just yeah yeah super nervous or whatever but uh so I guess I was less this is me just saying filler words (laughs) (laughs) yeah like that audition I went on yesterday um it's Castro Detroit been to a bunch of times and I brought in it was like a straight to producer session and I kind of like came in and just put my shoulders back a little bit and you know I have a picture of myself and I was like Would anyone like me to autograph this? <laughs> Christmas is right around the corner. Oh, so they're kind of like, totally. I don't know. It's like taking like that first ten seconds when you're on stage doing stand up. You're just like, welcome to my show. Yeah, I yeah. Think if you can make that, it doesn't work for every. I, mean, I don't think I'd do that with like you know Will Ferrell, uh, you know Adam McKay. I'd probably try and be a little more chill, especially yeah. the people who are professionally funny like that. Right. But you know, you're going for the the Fosters on yeah, ABC yeah. Family. It's just like. If I don't get this, it's not. And you're gonna... a comedian. I mean, you should, you know. Yeah. I think the big yeah. part of it is you want uh, everyone to like you and put wind in your sails. Right. You know, it's just like uh, if you're on set and you get a chance to like hang out, you know, you want to like go shake the Dolly Grip's hand. 
right. the first AC and like because that is your audience. Right. You yeah. Know, those are really who you're performing to and for and you know if you did something that resonated with them you're like ah, you know. Yeah because yeah, like when I was in school obviously I hated giving speeches and then in like 2000 when I was in the Bay Area I did like a handful of open mics because at that point I just didn't I knew I wanted to be in comedy I didn't know what I wanted to do and every single time I didn't sleep the night before and I was freaking out and then went like the walking up to set it was literally like someone in the crowd is going to shoot and kill me like that was the feel and then I was like well I'm never going to do this and I gave up and I was like oh I'm going to go behind the scene and then naturally directing made more sense but I hadn't had to do that in so long and then all of a sudden I'm here in front of all these yeah. like friends and colleagues and I'm like what, why am I getting what's going on why am I made of we literally shot together two days ago I was literally like telling people what to do two days yeah. ago but I can't give a presentation right. for the life of me it's the yeah. worst I, I shot a commercial last week and uh, I was playing a cop believe it or not the exact same thing I, uh, I just made another cop when we were in the, um, the car and there was no connection to the outside at all. I mean, we were kind of sitting and they were shooting in the car and we had a walkie-talkie and uh, the director was talking us through that. So I didn't get a sense of the temperature on set. Mm. And then um, the gaffer came in and was like taking a meter reading and was like like doing a callback to a joke that you know the other guy and I did. And I was like, okay, people are... Oh yeah, people oh, yeah that's how kind of, Wow, what a weird situation. Yeah, yeah you just don't... You don't want to no be like... Idea you don't want to be like, how am I, how am I doing? Yeah. yeah. So it says you're not doing, you know, doing well, but then asking how am I doing. What if that guy went back and he's like, I think that their joke was funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's in there taking some meter reading or something. He's just like, oh. Yeah. yeah, that's what's all. With, it sucks sometimes when there's the lighting set up and you have to box in an actor. And there's like, you need to. That assurance is important because if you're not getting anything, even even if there's energy. no notes, yeah, it's yeah. like it's great. Just keep playing with it. Yeah. If you're not getting that, like, I was watching a thing the other day. It was Quentin Tarantino was getting interviewed by Robert Rodriguez, and he was saying that he's right up there with the camera. And he's like, you know, now there's this culture of the directors out at Video Village, like oh, way yeah. far away. And it's I like, same, yeah. it's incredible. And it's like, you really want to like be in there, which yeah. is like, I, I'm he used to being up there. That's all he does. Yeah. Now. And it's like, that's the way I've always done it when we shoot Uncle Mom's right. stuff. Like, I'm right there because we don't have Video Village. There's five yeah. of us, and like, right. we're all doing everything. So it's weird. Every time there would be Video Village, I'm like, well, I don't, it's so far away. Yeah. I don't, like, how am I going to come up and like, even to just like, like the moment you look over and see me smiling or something yeah. and things like that like that's cute one like of my favorite parts some, of the day oh really oh really, really awesome. yeah. I was having fun yeah. I, was, I was watching a really funny sketch that yeah. I had to pay attention to <laughs> uh, but yeah that's that's always like a bummer. sometimes I, I always try to tell like when sometimes I would shoot stuff with Chris and it's like don't just don't surround them because all of a sudden you start surrounding them with flags and they're like just in this booth and there's like well there's also like feeding off the energy of everybody yeah, it's key right. like you don't necessarily want to only go off of the crew because my experience is not always but a lot of times if the crew is laughing really hard it's not going to work because it usually as it goes along because it becomes an inside joke like if you say like hey how's it going and then like you keep tweaking the way you say it every time it's funny to everyone on six we saw the first nine takes so it turns 75 times removed yeah it turns into an inside joke i've been there i remember you shoot stuff with buddies back in the day and like when the crew would laugh, it would always be an indicator of this is not going to work. Yeah, like, yeah. We think it's funny, but this will not work later. <laughs> but it was different at Key and Peele. Everybody was so honed sure. in that, like, when and the crew, I don't know how the hell that crew refrained from laughing all the time. Because it's really tough. Like, right. 
the only time I think they did is they did one that went out recently where slap ass. Not slap ass. Slap ass. It was the same day as slap ass. They shot the slap one ass. where there are the two old ladies in the church talking about Satan. Oh, I yes. love that one. They shot yeah, those in the same shocking. day. Yeah, that's wow. right. That one's really insane. And I was there that day visiting, wow. and it was the first time I've seen the crew members like really trying to. I think I think yeah. Peter said a crew member laughed and broke a tape, <laughs> and that was really hard to be there and not laugh because it was the whole time. It's like this is insane. Yeah. They shot that. At a little chapel at a, at a cemetery, and then the slap ass, they built the locker room in a mausoleum because wow. they had to shoot two sketches a day. They're wow. like, well, where do we do this locker room? What if we just build a locker room inside yeah. of the, of the, you know, inside the cemetery? It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, that's how they, they, we did. Dara's one was a kitchen set, and then they built that. Uh, uh, was it contracting oh, office yeah. in and it the actually, living room? It actually, it, no, that actually is an architect. Like, they have an architectural oh. company in that house. Oh, I didn't know that. Because they were like, oh, by the way, you're going to shoot this one at a house. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah. it's an <laughs> architectural friend. And then walked in and was like, oh, like, this is that. Like, those drafting tables were there already. Oh. We brought a couple in, but uh-huh. like. Oh, I didn't know it that. Was, yeah, because like, then we, it was really crazy. It was like this house. And when you put it all together, it doesn't look like a house. It just looks like a, a weird little company. 100%. It had like some uh, horses in the back. There was You're next like, door. God, we were ne- yeah. like, it's, I forgot, what, was that in Silmar? I think it was in Silmar. Yeah. And like, we're there, and Video Village was in the backyard, and all of a sudden it starts stinking, and we're like, what? And we realized there were horses closer than that, just like five, six feet away. Yeah. And like, it was the most brutal Video yeah. Village, because there were just animals oh, going to the back. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was like during that heat, like and 114. And literally thousands of flies. They sent PAs out to get fly zappers. Like, yeah. Just anything we could get to combat Man. him. It was just like, and the whole time I'm like, where are we? Like, right. wait, there's a horse next door? And it's really funny. A lot funny of chickens too, roosters. A lot of chickens, yeah. We would be shooting and like, we're pretending we're in an architectural firm and like, ideally this is like, you know, 20 floors up. Right. And like, Every like minute, you just hear a rooster go off. And I'm like, this is like, oh man, audio is gonna kill me. Like, we just couldn't stop it. Like, and also, I, I didn't know until that day that I thought roosters just did it once when the they morning. wake up. Yeah, yeah. They do it all day. They're just assholes. Like that's just that's right. not them waking anyone right. up. That's just what they do. Right, right. They just yeah. And I didn't know that till that day. I didn't know uh, cartoons lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> Cartoons are documentaries. No. <laughs> what was it the, uh, the the Jorgensen perspective? Oh, oh uh, we were trying to. There was something that like Mary Lynn was passing off to the guys. It was just like a throwaway line, like a piece of paper. Like it, the, it was. Um, oh god, it was a weird. It's so. It was. It's an. I think it's an inside joke from the show. Keegan said that they would always do that when they did improv scenes together. Like if someone was making an entrance into an office, they'd say like, "Yes, here's the Jorgensen prospectus." Or something. Yeah. It wasn't that, but it was something like that. It was, right. something it was like, like a callback from kept 15 repeat. years yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 There's a lot in that. Like even the name of the um, the uh, architectural firm, the sign. I already forgot what it was, but it's a callback to something from like season two. Uh, and it's just a nugget. You just right. you may see it. If you right. see it, great. If not, it just looks like a company logo. Right. Uh, they were really good about that. Like trying to find little callbacks. It feels like a BuzzFeed list in the works. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen things you didn't know. <laughs> Key and Beals is fun. Uh, well, I know you've got to go to your other... I mean, how are you doing on time? Uh, yeah, I should probably go soonish. Okay, let's go. Right. Uh, at Payment Ben's on Twitter, at Sean Perlman on Twitter. Yeah. This has been so cool. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, this was thanks, awesome. Guys. Thank you. All right, my friends, that was it. That was episode 55. I hope you had as good a time if not better, 
than I did. So make sure and find Payment Benz and Sean Perlman online. Support what they're getting into. Uh, it takes a village. Uh, also, don't forget to go to grabbinglunch.com. MattKnutson.com. New episodes coming out every Saturday. We're about to wrap up 2014. I cannot believe it. Well, I'm forced to believe it because it's happening regardless. Uh, So I'm going to have one more episode this year, uh, 2014. That'll be coming out next Saturday, December 20th. Then I'm taking December 27th and January 3rd off, and I'm going to... Uh, not do the show for those two weeks. And so, but we will be coming back uh, again live on January 10th. So, in the meantime, uh, this is Mechanism. You are you. We are us. Uh, thank you so much for listening. GrabbyLunch.com and in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalibari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends. Hey!